Let your mind go to ease. Let's talk about what we got coming okay. up, and then we're going to put you on the spot. And we're going to yep. self-roast your ass. I am good on the spot. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when you do stuff that's like uh, you say what you're doing, like wink, wink. Mm-hmm. But when everybody says wink, wink, they still wink. So they still do the wink. You're or looking they at say it, go wink, wink. Air quotes, and they air do quotes. air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you all something before we get started. This is so awesome. I can't believe it. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm overselling it. It's kind, maybe don't kind of cool. it. Okay. It's, it might not even be really that interesting. Um, Probably stupid. So last night with my kids, I wanted to watch uh, Big Trouble in Little China, right? I was like, oh, man, I used to love that movie. It's so good. And that's, uh, what's his butt? Uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt uh, Russell. Kurt Russell. Uh, who I love, who is just phenomenal. If you look at his whole catalog, it's bizarre. It, it In Big Trouble of China, he is just doing John Wayne. He's talking like this, and I'm telling you what. You get out of here, mister. And he's, but he's doing it to also be funny. So it's, it's, it's almost meta. And this is the 80s mm-hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean? And, and it's weird and goofy, and my kids didn't. They started losing interest. At one point, June looks up and goes, Dad. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> it's like, okay. But there's a scene where he, okay, so let me, uh, this is probably, this has nothing to do with music. I'm sorry. But when you did air quotes is what it reminded me of. Cause you know, Chris Farley would do the air quotes, you know, when he was doing band down by the river, right? Mm-hmm. I live in a band, <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, anyway, um, Kurt Russell in one of the scenes, they go into a brothel to save the guy's girlfriend. They, because she, she's an Asian lady with green eyes. Eventually, they need a green-eyed lady to um, maybe sacrifice so that one guy can live forever or whatever. Um, they go in. He goes in, and he dresses up. And I'm telling you, he dresses and talks exactly like what Chris Farley's uh, Van Down by the River. What's what's his? I forget. Matt Foley. Matt Foley, yeah. He dresses just like that. And I believe that Chris Farley basically rips off that character that, that he makes. uh to, you think that's where he got it? That Kurt Russell did it, for, but that's what I'm saying. That's how amazing Kurt Russell is. If you go back and watch that movie, Kurt Russell is doing Matt Foley, but just not as physical. Chris Farley takes it and makes it feel. But I mean, he even wears the glasses and the same outfit as Kurt. Ru- Kurt Russell wears a nerd guy uh, blazer, and so it's so awesome. I was like, this is insane, and everything he's doing it was that's just so funny. crazy. So <clears throat> I don't remember. I can't remember that. Yeah, it's just a small part. bit part, but I couldn't. I was like, "This is exact." It had to be Chris Farley thinking of Chris of uh, Kurt Russell in that that part, but mm-hmm. it, it was just amazing. And, and I'll pull right. If that kind of stuff is true, because that's how culture and cultural yeah. evolution and stuff work. It pulls on itself in a feedback loop and yeah. all that. That's a really good way to articulate what AI is going to have trouble doing. You can't. Yeah. It can't think of what's cool about that to do that and do it again and notice out of all the things that that's the yeah. thing to take from. Like that's Chris Farley's self resonating, yeah. imagining, and then doing another thing. It's quite right. different than, than yeah. what AI does mm-hmm. if you think about it. Yeah, yeah understanding what Chris Farley did. Like, why, of it. like uh, AI can't understand why Chris Farley made was so important or influential. No, it you know can I mean? pick out what people like, or it can do stuff. But that particular thing of like being a feedback loop of culture feeding on itself in those yeah. ways, I mean, and inspiring new things is pretty pretty interesting. 
because that's yeah. how music is. I mean, it's just music is the most fold back thing ever. Like it's and it happens so fast now from the 60s, right. 70s, 80s, and just like looping back into itself. It's just mm -hmm. insane. Well, it's interesting when we talk about music and AI. I do wonder, like, because everybody's taste is so different. Like, how will AI understand what is good or it, you know what I mean? Like, when you look across the board, somebody, you know, like, like Joey used to love Roadside Monument. And I was like, I understand maybe why, but I just can't listen to this. I think the singing's bad and it's just, I want to like it. I understand that it's influential and important, even possibly, but I can't listen to this. And so I don't know how AI would determine this is bad yeah, it can't, or yeah, good. It doesn't have that. It won't be able to. At least yeah, not it would now. only be able to go yet. by the data. It wouldn't be able to go by the subjective experience given that then inspired right. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Unless and then, it becomes to eventually have subjective experience <laughs> internally. And then that's when that's a different thing. But the AI, <laughs> I think that the AI is already so far ahead. It's just pretending to be dumb right now. Uh, the AI is probably is actually the aliens that are here too. So anyway, be. it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm, I'm just praying that the aliens will come down and give me better vision. You know, my eyes are pretty screwed up so i don't have good vision so i'm thinking maybe the uh, maybe the aliens will come and like heal Hill like vision, cancer yep. the uh, aliens gotta know uh, be able to uh, ha get cholesterol under control right like, at least if you could travel across they're the all scanners they're yeah all they're skinny. not big right you the fix fat cholesterol aliens. issues uh ibs what else you know whatever matt's oh, yeah. got wrong what, matt what do you got wrong with you you know you got some well, things wrong with you. I do have some things wrong with me. I have a my knee is an old man knee when it hurts when it rains. Yeah, I remember that time. Remember that, yeah, remember that time? Yeah, remember that time his back went out and he couldn't even. <laughs> he had to just slowly <laughs> fall to the ground. <laughs> I had back problems for, for long time. When I was seven, sixteen, like I was growing, <laughs> and then one time in my late twenties, for two or three yeah. years, I would randomly have. Back problems. I haven't had one before or since. I mean, it's just super weird. I don't know, but yeah, I don't it's know. a My hitch that you got to hit. But I got. Yeah. Well, I've uh, got. Yeah, a weird your body's body. definitely weird. Devin, what's your? Devin always. Devin's got headaches. Yeah, Devin always got a headache. You always got a head. Devin always says, "If I don't get to that headache before, it gets bad. If I get to it too late, it's bad." It's I've never seen you with it, but like you, you always are on top of it I somehow. Don't, well, I mean, I've had them get bad before. And it not, it's not, yeah, fun. but not, not since I've known you. I don't think since I've yeah, known I you, have. I haven't seen you like. I have, but I just don't. I don't. But here's what I understand: you. when you say it's a migraine, like what? I is, don't know. When you say you got, I don't know. I mean, all I know is I've let it go too far before, and I've felt nauseous, and I've it feels like a ice pick going through my middle of my brain. If you don't so take ibuprofen, but if you, I've, I've felt so, it that way three, probably, you know, a dozen times in my life and I'll do anything not to get back to that point. You know what I'm saying? Like so if I know murder. taking ibuprofen at the very earliest hint of a headache, then I just like, I'm just going to do it. And I Matt, you've to. never taken ibuprofen. I've almost never <laughs> taken it, and I, I've almost never had it. I can almost have never taken ibuprofen to Tylenol or had a headache. I mean, that's not, those aren't literally true things, but in a given year, I'm not likely to have taken ibuprofen or had a headache. In that's a what I'm saying. Year. So how am I supposed to I mean, of any that, type that, of headache. Yeah. Uh, hangovers. I, I mean, the only headaches I've ever had are hang, mm -hmm. like, I have a hangover. I go, oh, this is a headache, that, that. But I've never just been walking around 
thought I had a headache. If I did, I was certain. I guess I was going to die. It must be a brain tumor. Would be my immediately conclusion. Yeah. You just, I, you just weren't aware of it. That was just some kind of pain Maybe. that you didn't. It's yeah. like a dog out in the yard. Yeah, I have that, a right. hits its, I mean, hits his paw yeah. or something. It just goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty disconnected know. from my body. In the mo- you know, in the modern move, yeah. you know, way people talk about it's in the body and the bo- how you got to be connect with your body and all that. I'm. I'm the type of person that needs that type of therapy to go, oh, yeah, my leg has fallen asleep 30 minutes and I didn't notice it. It's the way I'm sitting. Like, I don't know. I'm not but, paying attention to that. But as you've gotten older and your body has gotten worse, you are becoming more, more connected more. to your body. Yeah, no, I am. I'm becoming wow. more connected to my body. I'm just aware of, of it. I'm, bec- I'm It's a developing awareness of mine is a whole body awareness. Like, it, I like yeah. I'm, it's a hobby of mine. I, it is an active pursuit of mine to be more in tune with my body. But I'm typically, if I'm lost in thought or focused, my body almost doesn't exist. I'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, this is a right, great what do start. we got on the on the list of things going on today? We got tickets on <clears throat> sale for something. Yes, we do. Yeah, more than one thing. Well, let's say when this comes out, yeah, th- you guys will be going. We're going to be doing what two songs and stories shows? Mm-hmm. Yep, June thirtieth and, and Rochester, first, Cleveland and Rochester, and then you are doing Capulet Fest, mm-hmm. which yep. will be cool. Then that's with Amberlynn. That's Amberlynn. I think Norma Jean's playing. It's two days. They're on a different day. Like a big deal, yeah. And then what's the headliner um, on the day we're playing? I could never know. It's not. I have to look. It's not Amberlynn, right? No, it's one band after that. It's a heavy band. Is that all that remains or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Is that what it is? Something like that. Yeah, we're headed there. So that'll be fun. Oh, Memphis, May- Memphis Mayfire, Lunsford's favorite band is going to be. That's there. a different day. That's the day before. The other yeah, day? that's the day Saturday. before. Yeah. Then that's we're going to the- be playing Shallow Seas on a little <laughs> tour with Strawberry Girls and Slow Joy in July. July 21st, Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. At the Exit Inn. Then July 22nd, uh-huh. Birmingham, Alabama, Saturn. July uh-huh. 23rd, Atlanta, Masquerade. 25th, yep. Tampa at the Orpheum. Mm-hmm. 26th, Orlando at level 13, 27th, yep. Columbia back to the old stomping ground. You know what I mean? Yes. New Brook. Did y'all know it was New Brookland Tavern? Did y'all know that? New yeah. Brookland? It's not New Brooklyn? No, it's New Brookland Tavern. You mean you thought like Brooklyn, New York? I thought you thought. I, that's just what we've yeah, always I guess that, I guess that's written it yeah. as. I think I knew it was New Brookland. I might have thought it was New I've, Brookland. I think I've I guess seen it I written never out. thought of it that way, but. Anyway, it's New Brooklyn Tavern, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then July 30th at Asheville, North Carolina, the Great Eagle. And then right between those last two, we're going to be in Outer Banks for yep. Is for Lovers. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, a bunch of good stuff coming. You know, my favorite thing about having Strawberry Girls on the tour is that it, it inadvertently probably gets us some diversity points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are no females, even in the though band, there's no girls in the band. But I think yeah. on the poster, it accomplishes a little something, and I think it probably also makes other people think that it's uh, trying to get diversity. People that don't yeah. know both think yeah. good for them, and oh, they're just trying to yeah. get diversity. <laughs> so I wonder how that impacts their band because this it's not that easy if you are looking for diversity within the genre. To be honest, it would be awesome if it was like a three piece and they were just all redheaded women. Right, right. That would be cool. <laughs> I, I'm gonna ask, as soon as we get there. Um, first thing I'm gonna ask is, "Hey, I'm Toby. Good to meet you. Where'd you get your name? Yeah, oh my gosh, I bet that's so annoying. Where'd to you them. get your name? Appropriate strawberry girl. They appropriating redheaded, red, what, it, redheaded women. Uh, is that what they're doing? Uh, 
No, I don't know what it is. I don't know what strawberry girls means. I guess I mean maybe they'll tell us. I don't cool. really want to. I don't cool. really want to ask. I don't uh, really ever. I don't want them to ask me about my band. Find name. their most boring them. fan and then ask them, and they will have already. <laughs> asked. Yes, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you're right. I do uh, like their music though. I've listened to it a few times. Yeah, it's, good. it's instrumental, which it's I don't awesome, normally yeah. like instrumental music. I just don't. Don't it, I, ever really listen to instruments. Wasn't it like the guitar player from another band, like Dance Gavin Dance or something? Yeah, yeah. somebody from Dance Gavin yeah. Dance. Yeah, it's just so good. It's co it's cool stuff. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's really good. Actually, I agree. I, and Slow Joy, I, they they released yeah. a new EP, and it's good. Like yes, it's, I really like it. It's like it's really old school emo. Yeah, it reminds it me of that Deep really Elm Records style. kind of yeah. stuff. It really, really does. Cool. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I mean, that's gonna be really fun. It's we'll a great playing, lineup. It's awesome. And I think we're going to be playing some more shows with Slow Joy later this year, too. So we'll get that figured out and announced pretty soon. Uh, we're also going to be playing While Broken Hearts Prevail pre-show oh, for yeah. all the non-festival dates. So if you're in Emeryland, you get a free pre-show ticket. Free yeah. pre-show ticket. All you got to do is claim it. Otherwise, it costs a lot of money. Otherwise, it's $40. $40 for those non-Emory freaks out there. So just go ahead and join Emoryland because Emoryland's yeah. what? How much is it a month? $9.99. Oh, or or hey, so $9.99 like a, a year. Yeah. So you get four months of Emoryland even for just joining Emoryland. I don't know. If you don't, then you are very much stupid. I don't want you to listen to me ever again. You are You're a evil. bad person. And dumb. Yes, or you're like the devil. And really, you're like, really you're like, stupid. Yeah, and, you, and you're dumb. You're just dumb. You're a person I mean, if you don't join Emeryland. And we don't want dumb people in anyway. No, so it's a don't. nice gating mechanism. No. <laughs> and uh, with Emeryland too, we, it might be uh, we're doing we're doing an Emeryland thing. We just found out with uh, the dunk tank at these is for lovers, right? It's going to be, be doing some of that stuff. Of the like, dunk a punk at the. We're going to be a sponsor of the dunk a punk, and so if you're in Emeryland, Land, you might get to come and uh, you might can get dunked. We might be able to give some tickets to Emeryland members. We might have you work at the dunk tank. Um, yeah. You know, be out there and represent. I'll be in the dunk tank we'll if I can wear a uh, swim shirt. I can't you go. Can. I can't. I can't see it. Rash guard. It's called Punched a rash guard. Over. Rash guard. Like I'm. Fe I'm feeling better about my body these days. Like y'all saw me in Hawaii. That was pretty. Mm -hmm. uh, took it was my brave. Shirt off. It was brave. Like everybody even noticed it. That's why I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Like I heard somebody like. One of y'all's wives was like, he has his shirt off. And yeah, it was, was one like, of those wow. feelings like they, when my wife gets her haircut. Now. It's like when my wife yeah. gets her haircut and I'm like, something is. And some, <laughs> eventually somebody points. I go, yeah, I, I, you had your haircut. That's what it is. It was like Toby with his shirt off. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's it. What was something? I've never seen Toby. I can't I've think known, of I've known Toby for 20 years. And he just. <laughs> I've never seen this. So, yeah. So we're going to be doing the dunk tank at the Is For Love. It's going to be good. It's going to be real good. So. Uh, did yeah. you tell them that we're doing these songs and stories in Cleveland? Uh, we mentioned it. Yeah. We mentioned 20, it. 20% okay. off for Emory Land members. Yeah. And, and that's going to be me and Matt those. only because Devin um, is actually, his vasectomy didn't work out and he has to go back didn't in work. for surgery for this. Got to go back. This time two. they just that's removed how, the testicles. Yeah. Yeah. They just put that. Have to, time. or else you yeah. can impregnate anybody. If they don't remove your testicles, you can just <laughs> impregnate. You couldn't stop it. Yeah. And yeah, you can't. You can't have another kid, Matt. You not you hadn't had the vasectomy. Mm -mm. You I just know, you're have just, you just don't have sex at all though. But he doesn't have the sex at all. Way to handle it. <laughs> he hadn't had, he hadn't had sex in seven years. Yeah, 
How old? Well, how old is Cosmo? Younger than seven, so he's oh, um, okay. That's four right. and a half. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, I'll do it eventually. You think, think you'll get one? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you don't like I mean, the I, idea yeah. of it. I mean, I, I, I don't. I don't like the idea of it. It's not that I'm, I don't know. I just don't like the idea of it. Dave hasn't had one either, and he's got five yeah. kids. Yeah, so. I know. So I mean, I don't want to kid. On this, though, I mean, on this side of marriage, where I'm not married, it is a little weird. I've, I, like, yeah. there is part of it is like, I probably yeah. shouldn't have done that. You see, Al Pacino. Yeah, I know. <laughs> see what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A lot can right? happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. He ain't uh, gonna, I don't know if he'll even hold that baby. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, you know. <laughs> he might just, like, look at it from a distance. A lot can happen. No, no, no. It's not Al Pacino. It's uh, Robert De Niro, right? Is it De Niro? I think, I think both. De, or, or, I think maybe I they, Pacino, too. Yeah, Pacino's got a baby coming. They're like, oh, you're not one up with me. I'll impregnate you. That's just crazy <laughs> that you can, a man can just impregnate somebody forever. Yeah, like women have to go through menopause. Cool. I mean, it, it really I mean, was what a, like what a superpower to lay, lay down voluntarily. <laughs> I don't know. No, but I'm, like what but else is more of a mandate by evolution than re I don't know. It's just weird. But it's I just want to say, wise. okay, can I can I just say, God, it does seem like it like it's a lot worse for women. They have to have a period it's until until they go through menopause, right? <laughs> which is awful. <laughs> Right. Well, Hot the childbirth thing. Yeah, and they, they have to squeeze yeah. a human out of them. Like yeah. it seems as if God is certainly a man, <laughs> right? Like, like that's the God best evidence different. for God is a man for sure. I mean, the, the like you get you get your period and you don't know when it's coming. Like all every woman has zero. There's not any inclination that it's about to happen until you're in you know fourth period in middle school or high school and you you look down and there's you're like oh no and then you have to uh go through that until you have you have kids and kids until you get to your 50s where you're like okay now i can chill no now i'm gonna have menopause where i have hot flashes <laughs> i feel crazy all this stuff and then you know and then you just you have to go through right. that for a long time two thoughts on that to come up and for me and just do the same thing for their whole life Two things I would want to share on that 28-day cycle thing. Number one, <laughs> why didn't we just develop the calendar around 28 days for real? I know. I like, know. can we not that have figured out sense. a way to just have that? Couldn't we? Okay. And we? Okay, fine. Uh, maybe there's reasons. I don't know. There would have been some way to do a calendar somehow like right. that. Um, also, here's a tip. You okay. can use it like a uh, it's like a cybernetic alarm. Like you could do your shopping or whatever. Use a twenty eight day Alexa set a twenty eight day timer. It's like all whatever you do monthly, you you t you set you set a schedule to that. Do you know what I mean? That you yeah. have a built in timer. That's what we don't have that. Yeah, that's true. Do you see what I mean? That's if you had true. a built in timer, you say, oh, I always do the certain maintenance. I do. I, yeah, Cl clean my car out, whatever it is. Like that's you set set some rhythms to that. I think it's yeah, underdone. Anyway. I agree. I, I I actually really believe go to Costco. I I do believe ladies should maybe get some time off of work and stuff for that. Like it it really does affect them. Like uh, of course it would. It, that's not. There's like no one mm -hmm. thinks that bleeding out of your body. It, you know your body exfoliating in a way. It's insides. Mm -hmm. is 
makes you really want to go be productive at work or anything. Like, like the way we do life is so fucking bizarre that we just expect things. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's insane <clears throat> to me sometimes. Like we, it, we could change so much. We could just change the, the school system, how we do our life. Oh, you could just change things, but we're just not for whatever reason. And it's just, it's bizarre. But anyway, sorry to get on this kick, but yeah. I said, I think yeah, I started but, all this with, with Cleveland, Ohio on June 30th and July 1st is Rochester, New York. <laughs> it's just me and Matt. Devin right. is just going to be there I, because he's wait. got oh, not, not a vasectomy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. You actually have some family stuff. It's, actually, so it's, gonna be really yeah, good. it's actually a I'm, testicle removal. Yeah, testicle it's kind of fun. I was thinking maybe, Matt, we should play a, a Matt and Toby song. We hadn't done that in a long time. <laughs> we used to do a lot. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah, we'll, maybe we'll play at least one. That'd be cool. Yeah, one. yeah we, we might do one. do one or two Matt and Toby songs. I think people would think that's kind of cool. So, because uh, th the whole reason we started doing uh, living room shows was the Matt and Toby band. Like that's, Which that's the whole reason we started doing is because Devin quit. Yeah, yeah. And and guess what? Well, so like he, quit, he, he quit these two shows. I know. He was like, oh, I can't go because. I... You. you... <laughs> Got no answer. Family you got no commitment. Answer. I had a family commitment that weekend. We're already okay. doing. We're already at the limit. We're already at the 2023 limit. Just, just know added. that Matt and I. Matt and, and I. You, you li like, if you're I, listening right now, Matt and I will always be there for you. I appreciate. Devin that. will sometimes be there for you. Mm -hmm. I'll be most there of the time. I mean, most of the time. Most of the time now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's seasonal. true. It's kind of seasonal, but now, most of the time. Now, here's what's really funny, if I have to actually really admit. In every other way, Devin is always there for everybody. Like, Devin <laughs> in our Discord, Devin in emails, Devin in response to mm -hmm. Like, Devin actually even spending time. He's the time, most reliable. Like, people always shit on me for not hanging out or meeting them at shows. Devin would always. Like, Josh mm -hmm. has to. Josh, yeah, he's the to be face. with people for a little bit. You know what I mean. But Devin will meet and be nice to people and all that stuff. I sometimes feel like I got to get away. I got to escape or something. I just feel weird about myself and who I am in show situations, which isn't good because that's still selfish of me. But Devin actually gives the most. Matt gives very little unless somebody's entertaining <laughs> or will will want to go somewhere with him. I'd, but Devin will just talk to you and be nice and hang out. And he's, and that's real. Like Devin's yeah. not faking. That's I can put on a facade as a cool guy, person, whatever. Mm -hmm. Matt can only hang out with you if you're interested. Devin is who he is all the time. Right. I, I mean, mostly. Yeah. Devin, Matt is the, who he is all the time, but he's just. I, I mean, I may gonna... give somebody an extremely generous amount of time, but it will be because it's real for me at that time. Yeah. In a right. random way. Right. But it's not for fake. It's not to. ain't no facade. No, it, it I, I can't stand that for more than I'm 30 a facade. seconds. I'm a facade. I can just handle. I, I'm just able to handle the, um, the shallow interaction. Yeah. Sort it of doesn't affect your emotions. Things. No. With you, it's like you know, drain. It's yeah. draining, or it makes yes. you feel weird. With Matt, he's like not invested, unless right. it's something deep or something. Yeah. So with me, I'm like, oh yeah, whatever, just hang out for a little bit. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me. So I guess that's why it's easier. Mm -hmm. You're yeah, a good I, person. Yeah, right. I mean, you really. You're, you're I, mean, well, I try. I try to be. Good luck with the bad, test. The bad removal. stuff you do. It, it's really funny. The bad stuff that Devin does just isn't really even that bad. Like in the whole scheme of things, like when you think about 
all of human existence and the bad things that people have done, Devin is in the top easily 0.5%, not even 1%. He's in the 0.5%. Yeah, bad of just, things? Yeah, oh, not you've, bad. you've done some bad things. Y'all are in the top 5%. I don't think well, so. Yeah, I, I don't mean, think so. Y'all are, what have y'all done that was way worse than me? Not The things that, the things I've thought. You, I've I thought can bad never, stuff. Like what? <laughs> See, <laughs> just gotta start staring our you gotta you worst gotta possible okay. thoughts. Right All right, now. right now, let's just be honest to the listeners right now. What's the worst? <laughs> what's the worst thing you've ever thought? I don't know. <laughs> I know. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but do you? Okay. How about this? Do you think the worst thing you've ever thought was was actually really bad or not even that bad? Probably, yeah. Yeah, pretty I mean, bad. Is, like, is what, it bad. What's the is worst the, thing you think? It, I wish my neighbor would die or something. I, no, I, I, no, no, no. Yeah, it's probably uh, something, more you know, like, like a. It's it's probably allowing myself to entertain a thought that's just, you know what I mean? Like I know this is yeah. I, a hyperviolent or perverted yes. thought and imagination. Yes. I mean that, that yeah. that's but, it feels out of control in your mind or something. It's yeah. like, wait, why am I thinking this? Stop thinking this. Don't think. Don't think about this. And then you're yeah thinking about it obviously because you can't stop at that point and then you have to pull yourself out of it so i've had that about you know terrible things happening to kids or yeah. you know stuff like that or but doing like okay how about doing bad too okay how bad is this to y'all okay the other night my ex had our kids and i was at the house by myself and it was like it's probably like 7 45 8 o'clock at night and i was like to watch a movie in bed and if I fall asleep, I fall asleep, right? I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get myself a diet coke and I got myself a big bowl of popcorn and one of the uh drumstick ice creams, like a nutty buddy, nutty bar, you know what I mean? Like a, mm-hmm. it was a drumstick with the nuts on it and everything. I ate the popcorn, I drank the soda, and I ate the ice cream, and I was watching, I think what was I watching? I forget what it was. Maybe it was even succession or whatever, right? How evil is this? I did all that and I'm laying in my bed. There's some, you know, some nuts fell off the drumstick off of my ice cream and there's some popcorn kernels on the bed or whatever. I just said, and, um, and then I'm 40, I'm 47 and I talked to my girlfriend on the phone. <laughs> I hang up with her after eating all that. And then I went and recreated the exact same. I got another Coke, another bowl of popcorn, and another another drumstick <laughs> and ate that too in bed. How evil is that? And 47, and I, I got off I got off the phone with my girlfriend to go eat those things. In to go grab them and come back and eat them. Is that evil? evil. Or is that, I wouldn't call it. I evil. mean, it's bad for me. Like I have kids. I, is that evil? Like I'm, I'm killing myself or something, right? Like on a, I on a certain the, level, the like I, I should be more aware of my health for them or something. Like the, I did double. I ate two uh, drumsticks, two bowls of popcorn, and two diet sodas, and then I and, laid there. And, and ev- went to sleep. The evil is the term you're trying to <laughs> assign to that. It has to be bad, right? I mean, it's bad, not well, like bad. bad and evil are it's not like murder, concepts. but but there's something bad there where I just don't. I don't care, you know, because my if, if that causes me to die, that's pretty bad. I think but bad it, and evil are not the same concept. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. I think they are. What's the difference? What would be the difference? You evil, mean like what? Evil is, is hurting somebody else. Evil is that is 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 has a part component to it where it's like 
you're using like a special skill that you have in human, let's just say, you know, how, the creativity and art and things that humans can do for a purpose of malevolent harm. Yeah. Right. You like an, like an, like a shark isn't evil, even when it shreds a human body. Right. Right. That's true. Right. But a yeah, person who works for it's not a, even bad though. Well, I mean, you might say it's bad, but that's just a matter of perspective because it's, it's also my good for his nutritional perspective. Right. But, but somebody who is skilled in the art of torture and tortures people at a prison, that's yeah. evil. Right. They think of ways to hurt people and then do, do that with the, or somebody like who they wants want, to, who, but they're only who is thinking about pain. how much they're going to enjoy if their ex-wife died. Which you could have yeah. been thinking that right. instead of eating another drumstick, yeah. <laughs> you could have been imagining how you would feel so happy that your ex-wife died because, and you would Food. be happy or yeah, thinking would, of a I way would to do that. Like, I would that. Would no, be I don't evil. want anybody to die. That's not right. That, food, that, eating, that brings me zero. Eating bad food feels like such a. It feels like such a low stakes. But only in the moment. Choice. You do it continuously. It's bad. I know. Of course. I mean, we all know if you eat bad your whole life, you're going to die probably from some terrible yeah. disease. But <laughs> it's so low stakes because you know it's relatively innocent. It's not like you're not. You're I don't not know if intentionally. It's I think it's bad. Well, no, no. Well, I'm not the argument would have to be self hatred, eats... like you're trying to eat yourself to death, and you no, have it's not, evil. It's not self hatred. It's what complete. Doing. It's it's no. complete disregard of your family <laughs> I think. you know what i mean like it's complete disregard like if i don't eat this Good ice argument. cream i'm he I'm, i am healthier i That's am funny. like yeah. i am and, and yeah. you know what's really bad here's why i think it's evil is because when i look at that nutty buddy i go oh well the if i would have got one bowl of ice cream it would have been way more than this <laughs> so <laughs> So two well, nutty think, buddies equal one bowl of ice cream that I would but, get. But here's the thing with you, though, is I think or you something. think – I'm not sure you think that's going to make you less healthy or die any sooner because you already kind of have that mentality of, like, I'm not going to live very long. I'm going to die. Can't, I, you know, there's no way I can live long. I but, just can't So live long. to me, it's not like you are eating that, like, the guy from The Whale, not you know, oh, Brendan God. Fraser. He knows he's going to die. Oh God! He just can't stop eating. But your fucking movie destroyed. That's not you though. And when I watched that movie, that's all I could think was, "That's me." <laughs> I swear to God, we were on the plane together. <laughs> me and Devin were watching it together on the plane, and I just all I could think was, "That is me." Like the way he's breathing. Like I, uh, uh, the way I eat. Sometimes I noticed it with y'all too. Like I've probably in the last decade, I've just noticed people when they eat and they're breathing. Mm -hmm. is a sign of bad health like the oh, way they're sure. breathing like, <laughs> like the way people are breathing and eating i'm just like it it freaks me the fuck out because i'm like that's a sign you aren't here for long i'm not here for long because i can convince myself of anything like i mean i promise you last night we had uh like baked we baked some pork in the oven and had a salad and I, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, but man, I just will always choose worse food than this. Why are we talking about this? How well, you're just trying to stall from having to show us a song and getting roasted. Speaking of pork, join Emeryland, folks, because I ain't going <laughs> to be here long. I'd like to leave a legacy.
Join Emory Land. You get part yeah. due, which we're going to do right after this. Mm-hmm. You get all the Emory specials. You get exclusive content. You get exclusive music. You get free pre-show tickets, like we just said. You get 20% off everything at emorymusic.com. Songs of story tickets, custom songs. And I do want to take a moment here. I've been doing marriage supply for a, a long time. I've been doing marriage supply since about, I want to say, 2017. It's kind of crazy. And it's going pretty good. We have a, uh, you can go to the.marriage.supply at Instagram. We have a really fun Instagram that's actually kind of growing and doing really well. Um, but when I started Marriage Supply, I was in. Sorry. I wasn't. <laughs> What's that? He's playing a clip. Tucker Carl's. I'm, sh- I'm checking Tucker- my. I'm going to play music in here. Yeah, I got okay. I was playing a tug of oh, so, I wasn't playing yeah. for that, so I was just testing well, my audio. You weren't, you weren't listening to me. I wasn't listening obviously. to you. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. But I'm just trying to talk about something <laughs> near and dear to my heart, marriage supply. Yeah. When I started it, I was married. I am no longer married. So it feels sometimes weird to own a company called Marriage Supply, supplying for your marriage. But here's why I believe in it. Because I think that people want to have more intimacy more connection and a sex toy isn't going to really do anything unless you want it to. So if you're at a point where you're like, our sex life is, I wouldn't mind spicing it up a little bit, or I wouldn't mind just having some adventure and fun. That's what marriage supply is about. We aren't going to solve all your problems. We aren't going to, uh, make you have unreal orgasms. We're not going to, uh, change your life. What we are going to do is is honestly provide you some adventure and fun. And, that's why I still believe in it. That's why we're still running this company. And I don't know, maybe, maybe one day we won't run a sex toy company, but right now I believe in it because I think it's important. I know what it's like to be married and wondering what your sex life is going to be like as older. And so uh, marriage supply is here for you. So you can do that and you get, uh, well, you get 20% off if you join Emeryland, 20% off. My request of you is, Go to marriagesupply.com. First of all, join Emeryland. Then go to marriagesupply.com and get something for, uh, you know, you married folks or people who want to get married. You know what I mean? People who are doing coitus. Is that what it's called? Coitus before marriage? What's that? What? what, what uh, fornication. Fornication. <laughs> Fornicators. Everybody that ever told anybody do not do fornication did fornication. Did probably. it. You know what I mean? Like Mark, Mark Driscoll of Mars Hill and now whatever Trinity. And uh, he would tell people don't have sex with me. You a weak man, you know, but him and grace had sex before marriage. They, they had sex before marriage and he's telling you don't do it. Now he might even be right. Maybe. No, he's not. No. Sex sex before marriage might, in my opinion, these days, (laughs) it fucks you up. It fucks you up. What thing do you do? What thing do you like? It tells every expect amazing results after you get married. What other thing do you never practice or do and then expect it to be amazing because you signed a piece of paper and said, I want to do this? Nothing. You're going to be a good runner. I mean, what, what Olympic athlete never did it until they signed up for the Olympics and were good at it? What the <laughs> hell are you talking about? And everybody lies about it and does it mm-hmm. you don't do it but i'm probably gonna do it you know what i mean yeah 
It's pretty much like saying well, how don't did cheat I get on here? your diet. I don't know. 20% off everything at marysupply.com if you join <laughs> Emory Land. All right. Let's get to music. We'll do the okay. uh we'll do the I'll set it up. You grab your you know. guitar and I'll tell them what we're up to. Oh no. You're going to go That's first. So, so we're going to do a little Toby wrote a song 30 minutes ago. So we want to hear it because we're in the middle of a process called making a new album. Oh. So mm -hmm. as it ties into Emeryland, this is what Emeryland is built for because Emeryland yeah. is the way that we earn money to release and record our own music. That's just really what the setup is. And I guess we're that band who does the vulnerable, whatever it is. So we put out our demos. We're putting our, we have a bunch of demos um, that we're putting in Emeryland right now um, of our new record. And we're just going to show it as we go. And well, otherwise, we got to get on a Zoom call and have Toby show us the songs anyway. But he wrote one 30 minutes ago, so oh. we can make him play it on the podcast and we can roast his fucking ass. And then maybe we can play some of the demos we have on the podcast here. We have a studio booked in two uh, weeks. No, next week. Yeah. yeah, next week. Right. So we have a studio book next week for two days in yeah. which we're going to make the album. Uh, you know, we decided <laughs> two weeks ago that we were going to take a pile of demos we had and turn it into an album um, because we had a couple of days that we thought we could get together in a room instead of doing it over the Internet. So it's going to be similar to rub some dirt on it where we made it by really focusing on the energy in the room. And if you heard In Shallow Seas, we sail live like Emeryland people did. It sounds really good when we do our thing in the room and then just tighten it up in post-production versus build it from yeah. scratch in studio tracks. So we're getting that raw energy. It's not a full playthrough, like um, rub some dirt on it exactly, but it's basically going to be the same capture method um, of our new album. So we, the, what we really thrive in is putting the pressure on to do it and do it fast. So it's like they have basically we have like 13 or 14 demos and very little lyrics done and a lot of songs with no vocals at all. And it's like, okay, let's book a studio for two weeks from two and a half weeks from now, and that'll make us do what we got to do. So that's the yeah. process we're in now. So we're going to expose as much of it as we can share it with Emory land. And you can consider this like a pledge drive in a sense, like we're not doing a public crowdfund, but joining Emory land is the crowdfund. So you can get the demos. We'll give you the tracks early. You'll have the album early. It's everything that any crowdfund is. It's just our perpetual crowdfunding system. Um, and we like to roast other bands. So we're going to, you know, go ahead and just be authentic and raw right out of here. So what you got, Toby? Yeah. Well, this is really funny. So I didn't even realize I was going to do this part, but it's funny because I've been through a lot emotionally, spiritually, mentally over the last year, you know, a little more. And it's really funny. I wrote a ton of songs and it's funny, the titles of the songs, by the way. So I just want to read you all a couple of, of the titles before I get to the one. Um, first one is Lonely Dreams. And then it's uh, Where is Meaning? <laughs> Cold Hands, Wishful Thinking. These are all titles of songs I wrote. Uh, tired Eyes, Drug Eyes, Flat, uh, let's see, <laughs> and Alone Again. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, I... I, w I do want to say, um, I don't even know if I can, can I play this song? I don't even know if I can remember. I mean, I literally wrote it, not no joke, uh, 30 minutes ago. 
I don't know if I can do it or not, guys. I'm I, now I'm now I'm feeling nervous because I wrote this song and I don't know if I should. I guess the question would be, uh, I'll have to like probably pause and um, scroll down because I don't I don't have everything. Uh, I don't know if I can hear your guitar. Can you hear it, man? Back? No, I don't. Y'all don't hear it? It'll work better in the, you know, his mics, you're capturing locally, right? So the Zoom audio oh, might not be good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Be okay. Y'all can't even. Yeah, it's like, I think it's, it just cuts it. Is there a way to. In the yeah, mic or see, something. Okay, try it now. See, is that different? I think it's, it just cuts it out. Is that on my end at all? Y'all can uh, hear me talking. There's a you don't have that thing that says original sound for musicians on at the top. I just turned it on. Try it again. Oh, yeah. Can now it's on. on. Oh, now I hear it. Yeah, I turned mine on. Okay, now y'all can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember how to play it. I think it's like, you got it. All right. So this is a song. I've been feeling like this record. Uh, honestly there's some punk vibe to this like we we've always been emo but honestly probably when i think about rock and so i didn't think like weezer in a way is punk um and just emory maybe us three just always like growing up in south carolina i get i mean everything was conservative and christian and i feel like in most ways us three just pushed against that just enough like we didn't maybe we didn't ruffle feathers and stuff like that but we just pushed against some stuff and i just thought i just kind of wanted to i don't even have a pick sorry we might have to delete this so it'd be really cool if right now it just skipped to <laughs> not you know what i mean like everybody's like oh it was that bad they just skipped it i thought that'd be really cool uh, uh i'm probably gonna Tear me up, tear me up This is me just giving up I don't think you're ready for love You took my heart, took my heart and beat it up I thought you were the only one That I could trust but I'm not enough Raise your hands and retreat It's the least you could do for me Smart enough to know when I am be but you twist this as I leave That's so low Even for you But I'm just a person that you use And we all Want Something new gonna play the first verse in the chorus yeah that's enough that's enough that's you shouldn't enough, even right? play that because yeah. that sucked ass it was terrible <laughs> you shouldn't have played as much as you did that's i played it wrong and that's bullshit okay but i want to can i can i can i play the uh bridge because the bridge is so funny and awesome and and so basically this is your heart being broken 
And the song's called Tear Me Up right now. I don't know if it's going on the record. This probably won't go it's on the record. It's definitely We're, not we, as horrible. Keep going. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> but in a rough time, there's a time where I was just sitting in my house by myself just drinking. You know what I mean? Like you just you just that's just what I did. And uh I thought it was cool. Uh let's see if I can play. How the, cliche. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, uh, something about the whiskey. I bet it is. Uh-huh. That's the first line. That's the first line. That's the first line of the bridge. Listen to this. Uh, do we need a whiskey, darling? Do we need some gin? Tequila's always fun, and vodka's not a sin. Quick now, this isn't a joke. Grab the rum and the diet coke. Show me what it's like to live top shelf. But I'm here, sitting by myself. You know, it goes back to the chord there. Mm -hmm. But I just thought, I just like that. Like the 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 lyrics here are just I. I just didn't want to be that poetic. I just wanted to just say what I was thinking and lived through and felt in some way. And this isn't just about the current, my current life. This has been my life at different stages all along. And so I just kind of tapped into that. But yeah, I literally, I played it wrong here. It won't sound like that at all. It's going to be more punk and rocking and there'll be drums and everything, you know, to it. But I just kind of wrote that. So what do y'all think? That's the first time y'all have heard that. Yeah. So, what made you pick yeah. it up and write it 30 minutes ago, though? You just... How did how did you get to writing a song versus anything else right before the podcast? Uh, well, you and I had talked, and I had written another song that kind of more nostalgic um, that I really enjoyed, and I was like, and I was like, you know what? If if I have this, I have a couple, like two, what I would consider in the it's not going to be punk, but in the punk realm, and I was like. Maybe if I can write one more, and we get in that studio, and everybody kind of just feels it. You know what I mean? Like I just I like. The idea of just a song that's simple, but it just gets you. It just goes straight to mm-hmm. you. You understand it. You don't have to think about it, and it just speaks to you in a way. Like, like when bad shit happens to you, there's music there that just speaks to you in a way that you just understand almost immediately. Like, there's songs that you that I wouldn't have listened to if I wouldn't have been in pain, but because I was in pain, there was music there for me that just really went cut right through my flesh and straight to my heart. And so I just wanted to write some songs like that. And maybe this won't speak to anybody. Maybe it's just for me. Maybe it's cathartic or whatever, but it just, you know, it just kind of feels that way. And I just, I just wanted to get this out of me. I, some of these lyrics I had written previously. And so I kind of just took like a small amount and built something on it that kind of just, really was what i wanted to say mm-hmm. for toby yeah. maybe no i i like it i think it's these ones where you start them with the there's a lo- a really strong lyrical thing sometimes mm-hmm. the music is simpler yeah. and, but that is the the uh, that still it seems easier to arrange and work on a song where the lyrics feel either complete or strongly direction have a strong direction or feel it's almost mm-hmm. like the hook is and there's musically a hook so it's like okay the song yeah. is going to ask to be arranged a certain way and then we'll try to push its boundaries to make it not yeah one dimensional or whatever a folky 
punky right. like that so that's yeah. the chat now i have the fundamental challenge of how to make it interesting and not whatever the traps could be so that to me is one thing and then the other stuff we have is stuff where it comes from this really crazy music or really interesting or really technical and then it might be a struggle to get great vocals that might come last minute or not yeah so those are the two yeah, right. different extremes to come from. And you have a batch of three songs like that. So to me, it's like, can we find a way to come pull those songs in and then pull the other songs to the middle and then have yeah. some moody stuff and make a very complete album that has, a, I mean, that's, so that's how I'm as a producer mindset, thinking of how to, where we're like, you know, in real time, I'm shifting my mind into what is going to make, how is this album going to feel as a complete thing? So yeah, I like that. Yeah, one. That's great. Yeah, I love. I like it. I think that's great. And and you sent one before that. that I thought was awesome. I loved it. And they're both similar vibes. Yeah, they might be you too know, close. So maybe only one makes it, Really, yeah, yeah. really concrete lyrics. Really, you know, those are concrete. You know, that yeah. puts people in a place in time. That puts people in a place in time, and it really. I think that really connects with people. So that's really good. What's the feedback to alter or work on about that one, Devin? What's the roast aspect for you? What do we need to do to fix it, save it, improve uh, it? I mean, it it kind of depend. I mean, I think I just naturally think more musically. I, I just yeah. in my mind, yeah. everything the music drives everything. Uh, the lyrics are obviously probably even more important, um, but I just can't help but think about the music music aspect so i mean yeah for me it was just a thing i, I thought the same as matt is like how can we take a very simple idea and make yeah. it not more complicated but just give it a little more bit more depth maybe. yeah 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 depth that, yep. that's all i totally agree but that's so, what you always do too like i think most of my songs kind of start that way they're really simple and then y'all you guys are at actually add color to it all to make it something that's not just you know what I mean? Like it's still right. palatable, but it's it, like you go, oh, that's cool, that's kind of neat, mm -hmm. that's that's kind of fun. Yeah, sad, right now it's got a sad and a happy, right? Mm -hmm. So those are the yeah. core elements of its complexity. It's not just a slow sad; it's a sad. Right. There's sad in it, obviously, but it's ha the the strumminess of it is happy. So you got that mm -hmm. strummy thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is poppy happy. Lyrics are sad, yeah, and so. Yeah, you know how to make that work is not necessarily. It might, it may be easy. It may not be easy. We we'll have to see. Yeah, it might yeah. not work. That's what I'm saying. It might not even come up. But I, yeah, I just wrote that. And we don't ever show people our ideas that just were so fresh and new. But I just, I think ever since like uh, White Line Fever, when I wrote Biddy or whatever, when we did Biddy, I was mm -hmm. just like, there's mm -hmm. something in there that's like the same way as Weezer or something. There's something about the music uh being fun uh, same way with queen i've always thought about queen weezer so it feels like so rocking and fun musically but lyrically it's darker or it's sad or something you know what i mean yeah. like and it's something yeah. you would just relate to you know everybody knows what it's like to have their heart broken i mean that that isn't new to me or anybody else you know what i mean so i just uh, just tapping into that, and I have I have wondered if people are like, oh man, Toby's lyrics after his divorce are gonna be. I don't think a lot of them are really about that. I don't even think this song's necessarily about that. Like I'm not really writing about that. Um, just especially because I have an actual family, and I don't want to just you know make it about me. Like I have people mm -hmm. that are involved in my life that matter so much, and so I'm not trying to just make a buck off of pain, but I do want to 
tap into something that I've lived through now in some ways. So we'll see. Yeah. But, All right. Yeah. Let's do another yeah. one. Um, I'll yeah, pull from the demo folder and see what's here. I can do uh, coming from the opposite side would be one like the D one song where it's just all mm-hmm. music and there's no, music. I don't know any vocals that are going to be here, but me and Chris and, and Dave jammed this one. So, uh, that Devin, Devin wrote it and yeah. sent us the voice memo. And then me and Chris and Dave jammed it in a room. So it sounds I'm like I'm going to destroy this one, Devin. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> let's listen to this one. See, <laughs> see tell me if you hear it, you hear this. Yeah. And so that's through a chorus of that yeah. one. Yeah. All right. Why is that one trash? I mean, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I hated playing it. Really it, cheesy. It sounds like when Joel was in the band and we were cool. <laughs> Y'all just pull like one measure of what I wrote and trash yeah. the rest. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to know. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just saying well, it's hard, gonna, to, it's hard yeah, to know without vocals, you know, sometimes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The vocals, I'm wondering what that is actually going to be. How Are the vocals going to be catchy, dark? Are they going to be melodic or less melodic? You know what I mean? Like sometimes when I hear hear some of the music that we create, I go, what am I supposed to do? Cause same way with like Chris uh, in our band wrote a couple of songs this time. And one of them, I really got a hold of a melody and an idea, and the other one, I just couldn't. I really, I tried. I have an idea, but I was like, I feel like I was letting the song down. But then, Devin, you said you kind of had an idea. Yeah, so similar I mean, to, to Chris's yeah. song. Yeah, but, we'll see. But like this one, you you have what? What is I have your vocal thoughts ideas, on this? Yeah. Like, I've been writing some lyrics for it and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really, I mean, I mean, I don't really want to do it. <laughs> like I don't want to Yeah. I don't really want to be the vocalist on the beginning part cuz yeah. it's like yelly screamy and I don't really want to do it but I might do right. it so we'll see but or it could be Josh or you I don't know we'll see but it's it's kind of refused style you know it's like it's yeah. um um, we are the faceless the Joe embrace us da 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 you know it's kind of that kind of vibe yeah. when the da, 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 yeah. da, da, so it'll be real intense like the verse there. part is that yeah the verse yeah. is that, that that's all that's that, all i need is the verse to be yeah. screamy and i think it'll be yeah. good yeah, yeah so the I, verse is yeah, screamy yeah 
uh, and then the chorus is just That's a little bit more. I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. Sorry, what? I wouldn't have thought of that. You're right. It's, it, it feels like refuse, like ding, 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 like that, that same guitar part, but it's not the right. same I mean, melody it's supposed or whatever, to be but a, yeah, it feels that vibe. Obviously, kind of a borrowed kind of vibe, not, right. I don't think, yeah, yeah. but it, you know, it's going to be like off, that yeah. kind of feeling of that kind of yelly thing, and then, yeah. Um, I just really like that bass moving part over that. I thought that was really neat. Yeah. And then uh, chorus is just more straight pop kind of back and forth da, da, fray, da, 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 and me and you back and forth kind of thing um yeah yeah and then it's just kind of some riffs towards the end you know so yeah i have strong i have I vocal think, ideas i'm just trying working on lyrics and stuff so yeah if i was gonna roast us one of the things that emory does sometimes i think Devin and i get comfortable in melodies that we yeah. we just like or something like that you know what oh, i mean yeah. like sometimes yeah. but Devin and i uh, uh, this isn't tooting our own horn, but maybe in a little bit. We are good singers. Like I think we're two of the best singers in the emo world. <laughs> I actually do think that. I actually think like we we yeah. can hold our own with any of the other singers. Like I mean, I know there's some people that do some show off shit and stuff like that. You know, sing real high, uh, whatever they're doing. Whatever. But I mean, Devin and I can. We we're good. I mean, if, if you want to hear two men sing, Emory's the band you want to go to now. At the same time, we can get really comfortable with our melodies or, or things that feel just <laughs> comfortable, and so yeah. we don't stretch ourselves enough sometimes. Like I oh, wish yeah, definitely. I would stretch myself a little more and, and step out there because sometimes I, I stay in the comfortable zone that is cool as opposed to putting myself out there and trying something that could be uh, potentially cliche or silly or more show-off or something. You know what I mean? Like you and I mm -hmm. don't ever show off really like doing a vocal run or anything you know what i mean like we we wouldn't right. almost feel comfortable doing that but we could like like when we do songs in the store do like a cover song or something like that and devin will just you know like uh tennessee whiskey or you know devin could sing like so amazing last time when, when was the one i was like we weren't even supposed to sing it and devin did we just off the cuff did tennessee whiskey i think it was in portland or whatever and i was like holy yeah. shit devin could sing <laughs> damn it like he just did it and he did that ah i can't i'm not i can't even do it at all and i was like we don't do that in our music that much like everybody most yeah. singers are really wanting to try and show off in a way we don't act it's like uh, which I, guitar i'm really appreciative like, of you know but, what i mean right. yes yes but we probably should a little bit more yeah i don't want to feel silly but we probably could yeah. do a little bit more and keep like oh wow give, give people a musical appreciation for it but that's one thing i wish we would do not just stay i don't want to stay too safe and sometimes mm -hmm. i do yeah i agree so i'm saying yeah, that's one thing with the uh, demos of mine is like i feel comfortable doing certain things the way i write and then it is really hard for me to stretch outside that sometimes and so yeah it feels embarrassing or something like yeah. if I try a weird new idea, sometimes I'm too embarrassed. You know what I mean? So yeah. I've yeah. been trying to push myself a little bit more like who cares? I mean, just right. do it. And if it's either it either sucks or it doesn't, it's whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. And we got enough songs to where they all won't make it. So we just have to like, I, I feel yeah. great about that. It's like, well, whatever we get momentum on will right. be the right ones yeah. to probably finish. Like we'll, we'll just, you know, I don't know how that's going to work, but I, I know we're all open enough to do that um, and stuff. So I think that the fans, I think they're 
perspective on that is like, well, I don't know if that's a good song or not. What are you talking about? There's no singing. And Toby's <laughs> song is like, well, yeah, I obviously I understand the whole song, but it doesn't sound like an Emory right. song. So right. that's, I think that's the, like the, the listeners who aren't, don't actively create music would either say, well, Toby's got a cool song, but it's definitely not an Emory song. And that one is, I have no idea if I like it or not because there's no singing. <laughs> so, and we got to get in between those two. We have one right. other way of looking at this and let's listen to one of Chris's demos. Okay. So Chris has his own demo style where he you know, in his yeah. studio just, you know, program shit on this one. Cause and, it's Chris's. Yeah, we can shit on this one. I'm going to do the one that says heavy, because that's the one in question. It's like, Toby opened yeah, this one up and said, I don't me. have any vocals, so maybe the song's gone. On yeah, the but you might hand, sing your vocal over it. On the other hand, when I hear oh, this, this? Oh. demo, I go, well, that's really cool music. So I really it is. hope, I would like, I would love it yeah. if somebody made the vocal awesome enough to be an awesome song, but I know. far be it for me to know if that's possible or not. Um, when, yeah. when, when it, but anyway, this one's kind of, this is very cool. When song. I listened to this, I thought, I wish I was Scott Weiland. Wait, oh, I'm yeah, in the dark one. Toby Wait. Had. No, this it's, is. it's heavy, this right? One. This yeah. one is cool to me. Like, this would be fun yeah, to play. Cool. I'm excited about doing yeah. it in the room. I like the music. This feels like what Stone Temple Pilots would do. Yeah, this, this got to be me, something you know to do with it. I wish I was Scott Weiland that could come up with like a cool melody or something, but right here. that one so whatever i mean Man. hard to picture yeah. what the, the finished yeah. version of it vocally to me but it f makes me nod my head it's the best yeah. demo demo it's the one that well, sounds most like a song thinking about that one was it's like to me almost like enemy the song enemy from rub some dirt it's on it the vocals are yeah. great but the music of that one is it um, to me drives almost as much as anything else yeah. You know what I mean? Like the music of that one is really electric and is really, right. you know, so to me it's similar to this one. And the one that this one really reminds me of for some reason um, is like not a surf. Oh, I, I was thinking Bush. Yes, a song Bush I mean, it's maybe. Bush and all that, but like I've been really like vocally what I was telling you guys the other day, I was like, man, I kind of have an idea, but I can't quite iron it out. But I've like been popular, like, you mean that, that song do? or yeah, kind of like what would not a surf do yeah. with a heavier song, yeah. kind of like to, but obviously it has some vibes like the riff is real heavy, like Bush or right, almost helmet in, in yeah. some ways, but yeah, the the, yeah. the tonality or something, it yeah, feels yeah, it's different. atonal in a weird way, yeah, yeah. so yeah, there's something different about that to where I'm like, well, it could do something really different vocally, like almost talking. Yeah, yeah. Talk. yeah, it's going to be hard to just make craft a beautiful. Yeah, that's kind of the way I went. Melody, yeah. It yeah so I mean, I think something like that could maybe come of it that would be cool. But you know, I'm not landed yet. But I do love yeah. the music. I think it's fun. All right, so I've, we got you know a dozen or so <laughs> demos in here, and they're definitely all over the, all over the place. And we're mm -hmm. we're going to go. We're going to work on them from now until we get there, and then we're going to make them sound like what we 
all sound like together playing them with mostly finished yeah. vocals and track the guitar, bass, and drums. And vo- there'll be vocals we track there that we overdub and keep, you know. But we're gonna try to have all. We're gonna try to complete in the room an album's worth of songs with real, mostly real vocals, and then overdub and punch in and do harmonies and a- add stuff, you know, after the event. But we're gonna try and keep the recording and the real raw thing we can make so anyway if you're curious about that process and join emory land you can just go through our demo folder it's a little scary to do that because some of us embarrassing and goofy yeah. and weird but um if you want to go through our demo demo folder you can even give us suggestions i don't know i don't know whatever yeah, like that might not take vocals. them if you have any ideas you can send them so <laughs> i don't care um and uh yeah so getting some reactions on these uh might might even be good but um Joining Emeryland is the best thing you can do to support us. This is basically our crowdfunding mechanism to go to yeah. go do it. Mm-hmm. Really helps, and we appreciate it. And if, since we're kind of wrapping up here, um, you get your name, and when you join Emeryland, you get your name read on the podcast. And we can we can uh, do that now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do y'all have them pulled up? By the way, yep. if you can read the names yep. on this, and the, everybody sings sends in like something that they their name or whatever this week everybody sent in their favorite liquor drink okay yeah tyler corn his favorite drink is angry balls and that is a fireball whiskey with angry orchard hard apple cider y'all think i would like that i'm not a huge cider fan seems a little weird i'm not a huge cider fan but it could be good okay what uh, who's next reed smith a dirty shirley it's a cocktail it's vodka, grenadine, Sprite, and it's like Sprite soda or lemon lime soda and ice. Vodka and grenadine. That sounds pretty – I guess that's just Not like a Shirley enough. Temple. Like a dirty it's martini a, has the olive juice in it, so it needs something dirty. But it's a Shirley Shirley. Temple with – I see. With I see vodka. Dirtier. Yeah, but that doesn't seem that dirty. Yeah, go ahead. Something salty. What else? Yeah. Um, Daniel Giovanno. Sex in the Driveway. It's a peach schnapps. Y'all ever had peach schnapps? I got mm-hmm. drunk when I was in high school on peach schnapps. <laughs> I mean, the worst hangover you could ever imagine. It's peach schnapps, blue caraca, caracal, curacao, vodka, and Sprite. Sex in the driveway. Needs a gravel of... sprinkled in it, some sand, some gravel dust. Yeah, yeah, it might. Okay. Renee Blanda. An old, an old favorite, a fuzzy navel. Do I ever drink fuzzy navels? It's pureed large peach, mm-hmm. orange juice, and peach schnapps. A lot of peach here. A peach, uh, peach. All right, yeah. last one. Nathaniel Kane Kilgore. I thought this one was cool because when we were in Hawaii recently, everybody was drinking these lava flows. It's a oh, light yeah. rum, light rum, Malibu coconut rum, strawberries, banana, pineapple juice, cream of coconut. And you get a lava flow. Now, Those that's nice. It is nice when you're on the beach and you have like some kind of fruity drink. Like that is the number one time where I think, oh, I'm just really enjoying this. It feels right. I'm drinking some kind of juice. I know there's alcohol, but you know what I mean? But like when I'm in just in my kitchen in Champaign, Illinois, <laughs> a lava flow doesn't seem as good. I just want like a Miller yeah. Lite or something. You know what I mean? That's all I want. So. Yeah. What's y'all's drink of choice? If you're going to go to one, if, if you, it, like obviously you get a beer, but I'm saying is there a, Devin used to, what was the one, Devin, uh, Amaretta Sours? I mean, he used to always drink <laughs> yeah, Amaretta Sours. Drink. When you first started drinking. That was drinking, his yeah. first drinks. Yeah. That was yeah. Megan's. You probably hadn't had one of those in forever. No, That's a good category. It's the drink you started drinking when you first were drinking because you, yeah. you couldn't yeah. drink anything. Yeah, that's a right. good category. Right, you just couldn't drink anything. I mean, I drank peach schnapps at first. Mike's hard yeah. lemonade at first. Zima. 
Zima. Yeah. I remember the Zima era. Man, I would do a Zima. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good, but I still hate it. There's so many drinks now that would have been better starter drinks. Like all these, um, what are they called? The seltzers and all that? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know. They get get vapes. They get sparkling alcohol. They get everything. Damn it! We had to they even get like whiskey. they even get like kratom and stuff. Shit, we didn't have yeah, anything. We grew up legal. That's great. Like, they get everything. Good God! All right, we'll see y'all next time. All right, I'm gonna leave you with uh, this other curveball of a demo called Devin Walk Down Pre Pro Two. Ooh. Just a, yet another move okay. to see what are we gonna do with this one. But y'all, all right, see y'all soon. See ya.